family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Good morning, Vietnam. I don't know. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security Services. We're excited to be with you once again today on Business Radio X. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel here in Duluth, Georgia. In addition to Paradigm Security Services, this show is also brought to you, as you got by the clip coming into it, Sosby's Garage. Uh, John is still looking for master mechanics. He just can't get enough of them. He's growing so fast. You want to work with somebody that is honest, or you want to take your car to somebody that's honest that you can count on to do do what needs to be done and nothing else, go see John Sosby there in Loganville. Uh, it's uh, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville, Georgia. On every show, we feature businesses, organizations, and people in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have some kind of security issues, not all are about physical security. And we'll touch on that and other related aspects of security as we go through the course of our shows. Of course, one of the things that uh, is big today is talking about security is the security of our nation and where we go when we're doing our elections. And election time is just right around the corner. Uh, this coming Tuesday, we've got a big election day. Uh, we need everybody to get out and vote. But remember what I always tell you. It is absolutely important to vote, but it's even more important to vote informed. Know where these people stand, know what their views are, know what their positions are. Don't take other people's word for it. Do your reading, do your research. Reach out to the candidates and ask them where they stopped on these positions. And you'll find that uh, a lot of things that you have heard are not true, and both that's both good and bad. Our guest today, I am pleased to have Mr. John Sabat, and he is running for the Gwinnett County Commissioner in District 2. John, great to have you here. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me. Uh, I tell you, I've been watching all of your stuff on Facebook, and I thought, you know, I got one more Wednesday before the election. Let's see what we can do about getting him on here and and letting him talk to the to the voters and the people and see what uh, what he has to say. Now, your district, uh, looking at your stuff, is Lilburn's surrounding area of unincorporated Gwinnett County. You want to lay out your district a little bit for us? Yeah, it's it's, it's encompasses whole 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 Lilburn area. It's it goes uh, uh, inside 85 over Norcross Norcross area portion of Tucker Snellwell uh, South South Snellville area um, only uh, portion of uh, uh, Stone Mountain area uh, Lawrenceville 30044. Uh, most of the zip code, but not all. Uh, and that's pretty much it. It's about 250,000 
people, approximately quarter million people if you divide it in four. That's a lot of folks. Yes. Uh, I know people can probably hear your French accent. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Where are you from? Fortunately John? for me, yes. <laughs> I, I came I came to this country from former Yugoslavia. Uh, the, the former Yugoslavia uh, fell apart in nineties, if you know, if you remember that crazy Balkan war. Uh, we split into six different uh, the republics now. Uh, that one one I that I was living in is Bosnia. Bosnia. I'm Croatian. Uh, nationality from Bosnia. Born in Slovenia, uh, which is too too complicated for most of the people you know to understand. But let's just say former Yugoslavia, Bosnian. I tell you, that's a long way to come over here to try and make a new life. And I know you you weren't one of these kids that came over here at a kid's age. You actually came over here in your 20s. Yes, I came here. I was 25 years old. I survived war by then. I survived refugee camp uh, and everything that come with the war, you know. Uh, big, big problems after the war, you know. Uh, but I came here, uh, made, made my life here, came 1998, uh, found a job, uh, and it was saved my life basically, you know, probably. Uh, for right now, I don't know what I would be doing, you know, all these years if I stayed there. Came here, found a job. Started working, everything started, uh, you know, uh, toward the uh, op uh, good. Uh, uh, made my life, you know, purchased my house, purchased, you know, got married, have three children, and wow. American dream. Well, you know, and that's exactly right, the American dream. That's what people uh, aspire to get to come over here from other countries legally. And, you know, then. You get over here, you do that, and then a lot of the politicians start talking about turning turning it to socialism, which is, you know, that's where people leave from over there to come over here to get away from that, and then, then our systems and stuff start talking about it. But I'm sure we'll talk about that as we move through this and, and your positions on that. I tell you, one of the biggest things right now, of course, one of the top is the economy. And there's a lot of different things that deal with the economy both with inflation and all that and along with that comes in of course you know all the ways of paying for it and doing that kind of tell us where your position is on our where we're at with our economy what your approach would be to help out because you know you're the close to home you're right here in Gwinnett County and the local level of people that are dealing with this in our government a lot of people think it's so important about the Congress and about the Senate and all that, but you know, people don't realize that the, our county commissioners and the people at the local level have really a lot more that actually affects our life in a lot of ways than do the national and state. So tell us kind of a little bit about your positions and what you would do and what you see the economy doing here in our county. Yes, first just uh, about inflation. You know, inflation when... Where I came from, we had a high inflation before war. Uh, we had actually inflation is not the uh, cause of the war, but that then it came hyperinflation. Uh, after hyperinflation happened, people lose jobs. People have so much time uh, to think about all of these things and do stupid things, and that, that's how things go go wrong from from hundred from zero to hundred uh, miles an hour. You know, very wrong in wrong direction. Uh, so I would I would like to prevent that if possible at all. So we need to get that in in order. Uh, inflation before it it, it turns into hyperinflation. Uh, here locally, uh, we need to stop spending crazy spending, crazy uh, these uh, enormous uh, uh, 
study that we do here and study there and study here, study there, transportation, all of these things. We just do studies, but it, it doesn't account for anything. I mean, if the studies, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, if the study before for transportation worked out, we wouldn't be doing it again. So we can't just be doing studies. Uh, we need to figure out how to stop that spending, uh, uh, get people, uh, our taxes, property taxes are going way too high now for our residents, maybe not for residents that moving here from different locations, from up north or California, but for our residents that, that spend most of their lives here, it is too high already. Uh, we have high taxes, we need to stop the, stop the rise of the property taxes here, or if we can, we go down, even go down. Uh, we had that chance, we missed that chance. Uh, uh, when we had more extra money in, in our budget, we didn't do it. Now we, we, have, to, uh, we have to try to do it if I'm elected. Uh, it's, it's not going to be mo maybe possible for the first two years until we, uh, but once we elect the, uh, uh, our chair, hopefully in two years, then we, we have to step, step harder on it. But I'm hoping that we can do that even within two years, you know, uh, uh, this administration. We need to do that. We need to stop spending. We need to figure out where the money is going. Why are we, why are we paying most of the taxes? Uh, than ever before, and and we have least done with these taxes. We have 150 policemen, mis, uh, police po positions open. We cannot fulfill these positions. We need to figure out why. What's what's the missing? We're the missing link here. You know. So stop spending uh, on on these big items. You know. Even the, the we talked earlier about it, the the Gwinnett Place Mall. You know, we purchased the mall for no particular reasons. If you go around and talk to people uh, in my area. They, they just don't understand why did we purchase more at the first mall in the first place. I'm not talking that the mall is not the problem. I'm just talking why the county had to purchase the mall. Mm -hmm. that, that's, the, that's the problem. That's kind of spending. We need to stop. We need to allocate money where, where it belongs. We need to start solving our traffic problems because we are choking our county. As you know, you cannot go anywhere anymore without spending like allocating an hour to go from one, one side to the other side of the county. You know, you have to allocate an hour to just go there. No, so we need, we, need, we need to start pooling this money from different locations and, and be more efficient with everything. With every department in the Gwinnett County have to start being more efficient. Does that mean we, we, we lay off 10% 10, 10 of the people and we, they find that efficiency? Or we do it other ways? I don't know. But we have to allocate money toward traffic and transportation. Uh, uh, I mean, not the transportation, but the uh, infrastructure problems. Yeah, infrastructure is, is a big one right now. Um, the federal government, of course, passed this infrastructure bill, and they haven't accomplished a damn thing with it. I know, do know they created some heated sidewalks, which was just amazing that, and of course, the people, like what you're talking about, had absolutely no use for heated sidewalks. They're wondering why all that money was spent, and there's so many ways it could have spent, been, been spent better. Um, one of the big things right now on the ballot is the T-splost. Uh, do you have a particular position on the teeth plus? No, I don't. I don't have a position on it. I think I think our residents are too smart, much smarter than I am, to decide if they want to vote it for it or against it. Uh, I know it's going to be disaster if it doesn't pass, but at the same time, I know the uh, vague, vague explanation where the money is going to be spent is not. People are not going to buy it. You know, we need to specifically if we are going to pass the plus. We need specifically say where that money is going to go, what project is going to be financed, and, and, and basically how, how do we plan to spend that money and when is it going to, because we still have money from 2014 and 2017, I believe, 
whenever it passed or 2018's plus. Uh, so we need, we didn't even spend that money. I am not going to tell our resident to vote for it or against it because I am on the fence myself. Uh, I believe that our residents are much smarter than I am. They live here for a long time. They know what this plus is. They know what we spend, how the money is spent. So let them decide. I will deal. I will basically wherever, if I'm elected, whatever that resident decide, yes or no on this plus, I will work with it. That's a good, honest answer. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I did. I didn't mean to say T plus. That was one of the other ones, but just yeah. the plus for the education and everything. But. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, I appreciate your honesty there. Uh, yeah. Not supporting or denying, just bottom line is you'll work with however the the people voted. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, and that's, and, you know, I think that's something that we lose a lot of times is we get in here, at, our politicians get in here, and they preach a lot about certain things, about supporting the way the people vote, and then, you know, because that's who's electing them. And then they don't do that. They don't support what's best for the uh, our particular or their particular uh, people that have voted for them. So you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting. That's a way. that's a that's a typical politician. You know, I'm I'm not politician yet. You know. <laughs> well, I hope you don't get <laughs> One, there. <laughs> once I once I get elected, you know, um, uh, I'm trying not. I'm, I'm I'm still not going to be politician. Okay, that's a, this is not what I do. Uh, I work. I work for the company, I work for a civil engineering firm. Uh, we basically design water plants all over the United States, so I am also a certified project manager. Uh, but what we do, we define the problems, and then we solve the problems. We give a solution to the problem. We do no politics in between, okay? That's, that's basically what we do every, every single day. I'm one of the top four employees in the company out of 1,700 employees. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you what you do for uh, a living. Yes. Uh, in terms of efficiency, I'm always in the first five, top five. So basically, look at it, assess it. You have to define the problem. Define the problem. So you can't go anywhere without defining the problem. Uh, and that uh, that brings me to this uh, to the school problems now, safety school problems, you know, that people meet and people talk about it and they go on the Facebook and, and they blame each other and why is this happening? What, 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 what the pro- you can't do anything about it unless you define the problem. What the problem is, start with that. You know, going and talking to people and people give their opinions, you know, yeah, that's that's valuable, but if you don't do anything about it, it doesn't really matter, you know. And people are not going to just go out all the time and give their opinion, you know. You need to define what the problem is before you can even fi- before you, you can even start crafting solution for it. Now that makes a lot of sense because I know a lot of people are quick with solutions, but they really don't have an idea of what the true problem is, what the cause, root cause is. Nope. Uh, we've got our vice president running around trying to find out what all the root causes for the immigration problem was the problem is the immigration is a problem let's let's figure out and that's a real easy solution it's, but it's, it's not it's not the only vice president whole whole well, uh, exactly. whole administration is a nonsense administration that i i, I just don't even exactly. know how they function uh from day day to day uh because it just doesn't make any sense well if you look at their functions it, it's not consistent day to day so they're not really functioning because it's not not uh it, it's not based on the common sense you know, you can have the most educated people in most uh, everywhere in the in, 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 in the system. You can put the most educated people, PhD people, who be in in college all all their lives, and you put them in there, and they just don't have com- any common sense. No, you know, that's the, that's that's what it is. 
That's what it is. Yeah, and a lot of the problems, such as the border and such as the economy with fuel and all that, that this is not difficult to see what the issues are. It's not really difficult to figure out what the solutions are. But if those solutions don't fit your agenda, then they're no longer solutions that are workable. That's right. And, the, you know, what I what I like about the local getting down to the the grassroots, like with the commissioner, is you don't have so much worry about the, the solutions for the higher-level issues. We worry about the root causes for the issues here at a county and a personal level, and we try to solve ours. And, you know, the funny thing is if enough of those local levels solve those problems, it kind of filters up to the to the to the problems that are up there at the top. That's right. It should. It yeah, should. Absolutely. Uh, same way with the votes. Um, you know, you mentioned the property taxes. How do we stop the rise in property taxes? And and you know, how, what do we do to deal with? We it? just well, it's not how. It's it's basically what, uh, the uh, elections have consequences, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you elect if you elect Democrats uh, and they are they want property taxes to go up. The property taxes go up, right? It's it's a simple, simple. Simple uh, as that. Yeah, you have you have four hands or five hands, whatever you have, and you raise your hand, and the property if you if it's yay or nay, and that's pretty much it. There's nothing there you can do about it. So people vote, and we have to respect that. People voted Democrats last time. Uh, they raised our taxes, they, and all of the all of the other problems, you know, the safety issues and everything else. And now if people vote again for these same people. We have to leave with it. That's that's just how it works. But now we have a we have a two people running for the county commissioners. One is Matthew Holcomb. He's running up north, right. uh, and and John Sabic that is running south south district. So we are hoping to flip Gwinnett too, too. Not flip Gwinnett, but at at, at, at least give uh, to the uh, uh, two. Two Republicans, two Democrats, and then we have a chair that is Democrat, and she can do, I think she can do flip whatever she wants anyway, but she she's can. on the ballot. Another two commissioners are on the ballot in two years, so you will have your chance then. But for right now, I'm not going to raise my hand to, 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 uh, uh, to, uh, for a taxes, higher taxes. So what I will do, I will try to find efficiency. Number one, know the taxes up, efficiency first, number one. What do we have to do? I don't know. We have to look at every department. You know, is there, is there something we can do with the, with innovation to maybe um, get down uh, number of people that work for the county? We have to look at everything. You know, all of these boards, uh, all of these uh, commingling with uh, with the business outside or or the special interest or or the civic organization need to go. Just need to go. Okay, it all need to stop. Once you start start there. Uh, un- <laughs> commingling, you know, yep. then then you find you f- you find a lots of a lots of money there, you know. You, we, we, I, we have a we lot of waste. We yes, have a lot of waste. A lot, lot of waste. In, yeah. Yeah. Matt. Matt is uh, Matt Holcomb is uh, the one that's running in my district. Yes. And he's I've already voted for him. Good. So uh, this one, you know, speaking of vote, this is one of, and I'll just tag this in here, and we'll talk about something else. But you know, the last few years. I voted, at, I'm 71 years old, and so I voted in a lot of elections. Mm-hmm. This is the first period since the last couple of three years that I have ever been concerned that if I voted early, that there was any concern at all about whether it was going to get counted or whether it was going to actually make it down there to the final tally. 
and I don't like that feeling. And I think there's a whole lot of us that feel that way. You know, maybe it's maybe it's just the way I feel because of all the hype around it. But from everything I've seen and everything I've you know have heard, and I have done a little research because I'm in the security field. You still get that twinge in your gut of is it you know do I vote early or do I just do it on the day? So yes, uh, I can tell you. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you have to think about it. Uh, I don't know. I. I Yes, you, you're right. When you go around and talk to people, there is a lot of concerns out there. Uh, I'm not, I cannot tell people this is what happened, that's yeah. correct. Or I cannot tell people, no, that's not correct. I cannot say any of these because I don't know. You know, well, I, I don't think anybody really does. Yes, unfortunately, unfortunately, we came to that level where we have to question it. But for all of our Republicans out there, we need to come out in droves. Yes. We, need, we need to overwhelm the system. So there's no, there's no like uh, the, the chance that anyone can do anything about it. So that's, that's my message to people. Don't just think I'm not going to vote or I'm going to vote, but I'm gonna p- write the name down because I hear all these stories when I go out. And, and just remember, I've been walking neighborhoods since early May. I met a lots of people. I work on the handshake. I, wor- I, I, I went from the old, I talked with all the old, uh, Crazy left to the crazy right, what they call, you know, Uh under the, you know, quotation. I'm not saying this, but this is what people called, you know. Uh, And and there are all kind of different concerns. Our Republicans, there are some of our Republicans that say, I'm going to vote, but I'm going to write the name down rather than voting for some of our candidates. Don't do it. That's that's exactly what they, exactly. You'd better stay home because that's exactly what they want you to do. Uh, other ones say, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna vote early. But what, if, what if you go on the election day and you don't really feel like it, or something happens, you know, the the best case scenario, you vote today from today to Friday, and then vote on the election day. You know, if you waited yeah. this long, that's that's okay, you know. But we need to come out. We need to overwhelm the system, basically, with our votes. Well, the important you know. thing is to vote. Yes, we 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 try to squeeze me personally every single vote out there. And I will still try it for these next five, six days to do that. Well, we in need of all of our uh, Republicans doing that, of getting out there. I, I always say knocking on the door and meet the person eye to eye and asking them for the for your vote. It's the it's the surest way of getting that vote because I've I've recommended people to family members and they were going to vote for them and they actually didn't vote for them because that other person came to the door shook their hand, talked to them a minute, and asked them for their vote. Yes, yes. So uh, it, it definitely makes a difference. Un- unfortunately, I cannot knock, I cannot knock on every door. But what sure. I do, I go and knock on the door. Whenever I knock on the door, I make, I make that person part of my campaign because I didn't have any campaign team. My campaign team is me, just here. You're looking one, just one. So when I go around, I put about probably 500 signs myself. Uh, I, I'm asking for help lately. Some people help me with it. Uh, there are some, some very good people that are helping me lately. But first 500 signs, it's all on me. I, I put all of it. Unfortunately, I cannot go and, and, and uh, knock on every door, but whenever I go, I tell them, you are in your street or your, your neighborhood right here. Uh, you know your neighbors. You talk to your neighbors. You tell Absolutely. them that, that John came over. He introduced himself. This is what he stands for. 
and then ask them to do the same with their neighbors. And that, that is how I operated on, in the field. Well, yeah, and when I say knocking on the door, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way I'm talking about because there's yep. no way you can knock on a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. You know, yep. that, that, that's not going to happen. Well, another big issue is crime. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people say, well, we don't have all that big issue of crime. In Gwin- well, yeah, we do have an issue with crime. And in Gwinnett County, we've got a, there's an issue with crime everywhere. So I know we have our share of gangs they are not talked about. Uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, police vacancies, as you mentioned. Uh, I know a lot of the police officers. I know a lot of the people in the upper echelons and deputy chiefs and so forth. Got friends there. And, you know, you, you talk about the broken window theory. And I can tell you from being a cop uh, in the past, that uh, is something that is absolutely real. Uh, the perception of not keeping it up, the perception of uh, not being hard on crime, uh, not keeping up your neighborhoods, that perception spills over into reality. So That's correct. Here you talk a little bit about where you see the issues as far as crime, crime prevention, those type of areas in Gwinnett County. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I'm a big proponent of the fix it before it becomes the issue. You know, uh, you know, human human beings are all the same everywhere you go. It doesn't really matter where you go. It's just our response is what, what how do we respond to that? Uh, if you, same with the schools, children in schools, you know, you give them a little bit, you know, you don't solve that first problem. Absolutely. You don't, f- you don't solve that second problem. You don't solve that third problem. All of a sudden now you have code red, right? Yeah, from the our expectation officials. is nothing uh, will be done. Yeah, so now now we have code red from our fr- from our uh, uh, leaders, right, in the Gwinnett County. Code yeah. red. Why code red if there wasn't any problem, you know? Why are you trying to, to say there's no problem with crime, there's no problem co- with this, and all of a sudden now you have code red? Well, that is the same story was the inflation on the national level. When everyone, year before the inflation started, everyone was saying, no, before Ukraine, Ukraine wasn't even there in the picture. Everyone was saying, start rising the taxes or we're going to have inflation. We didn't act in time. We, we waited for a year. We waited for a whole year to start doing that. What are we doing now? We're killing everything. Yep. We have to kill the economy to be able to get inflation down. And, and guess what? What if that's wrong? What if we kill the economy? Inflation doesn't go down. Yeah, just absolutely. think about it. That's on the national level. Let me go back. Let me come back very quickly to the uh, to our. Uh, I'm just compa- comparing the two. What, 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 how you make mistakes? Mm-hmm. If you don't act, when you see the problem, that that problem will accumulate, accumulate, and accumulate. Broken window theory say, fix it. If you see the broken window in the first house in your neighborhood, fix it, or call someone, or do something with it. Get you know, rid otherwise. Of the graffiti. Yeah, that that's stuff. right. That's right. You have to erase it. You call someone, erase it, and then we move on. We need to put more lights. For example, you know, you are in security. You know, if there is a dark places and stuff like that, you put more light. You have a m- less chance to to the crime. So I'm going to be big on the crime prevention. So that's where the police, extra police, come from. Not necessarily to to detain people all the time, but visibility, visibility, perception. The perception matters a lot. If there is a criminal coming from the Calcone or, or or Atlanta. And they're driving up and down the street maybe once, twice, three times, every week maybe once. They are they're checking areas around. You know, they don't see any police anywhere. Nobody's stopping them. Uh, t- without tags, they drive without tags, maybe wrong tags, paper tags, whoever, whatever it is. You know, they come, they check the area, they see there is no police. What do you think is going to happen next? 
exactly. Now multiply this. Yeah. Ma now from one, multiply it to, to, to 80 or 100, and you will see what happened. So the perception matters a lot. When I go down the road and I don't see police for a month, two, three months, I, my perception is I don't feel secure anymore. The, from the criminal perspective, perception is, oh, well, there's no police. I can do, you know, more. What I want to do. I can do more here. You know, whatever it, it is. Is it more drugs? Is it more, more crime? Is it more uh, uh, the trafficking, human trafficking? Whatever it is, their perception will be, I can do more. My perception is going to be, I feel less secure. Where do I move? How, how you know, do, do I sell my house right now or next month? How do I do? I wait for my kids to 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 uh, you know to finish the school, or do do or I do do, I, get do I do now? So just think about it. Everyone need to think about it. We need to start solving the problems when we see the problems, not when it's too late. We need to be ahead of the curve. Totally agree. I know one of the a lot of people don't realize that uh, proper lighting, very visible lighting, is one of the number one ways to help prevent and deter crime. Yes, I studied uh, it. Yeah. I, I had an A in the in the subject. Absolutely, and that's the way the, for instance, when we do our patrols within the CID, one of the things that we have every week is a lighting report of the lights out, the lights that need to be fixed, the ones that have been replaced. And uh, Glenn with the GPCID as well, uh, in particular, he is right on top of it. Boy, he better get that light report. And mm -hmm. I don't blame him. Yes. Uh, that is very important to know what these lights are and what our situation is out yes. there. Public perception of safety is you know the visibility of like you say police officers but just visibility at night mm -hmm. uh and the constant movement of traffic that's right because that also one of the big things that is it's big i mean we're on 85 and human trafficking is a reality mm -hmm. and we have a lot of human trafficking moving you know a lot of it's through moving through uh -huh. but there's it's initiated some here in our county and the biggest thing we can do is get rid of that broken window and start paying attention see something say something that's right it's very important for these people that's it's right. a, an old adage but it's still very very important um i know that one of the things that you mentioned earlier uh is dealing with the high density in our population in our, in our construction and so forth you know, not just with apartments, but, you know, in particular with apartments because they are the ones that are the highest density and try to cram so many people in. Your positions on the um, how, what we deal with high, with a high density, you know, your thoughts on it, uh, yeah, it creates tax money, mm -hmm. but at the same time it brings other issues too. Yes. So let's hear about your positions on this uh, dealing with the density issues in our county. Yes, it does. Uh, it does create tax money, but uh, you have to understand that it it brings. Just think about this. It brings extra tax revenue, while the taxes are still going up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So think about it. If you do, if you're doing one, then you don't have to do the other one, or vice versa. If you bring enough money, you keep the taxes or lower the taxes, rather than especially with high density. You already putting high density where the infrastructure is already existing infrastructure. So you don't have to spend money there for that. So you would, uh, so common sense would be, okay, I approved, you know, five, 10 years, what they did, 10 years worth of the apartments right now. Oh, common sense, the tax should go down because now we have more tax revenue, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not. Your tax is going up. 
So that's the, that's the just a side sideline issue, right? The number one issue with high density developments, especially apartments. So so I am proponent at this point only for uh, mixed use developments, uh, specific specific areas, not widespread uh, mixed use developments, because that's 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 kind of uh, best case scenario when you're talking. When you have apartments, you just have apartments. You have 700. Apartments, for example, in Duluth, I see approving, uh, they approved 700 apartment units. Uh, how many people? I don't know. How many cars? I don't know. Is it 1,400 cars? Mm -hmm. Is it 1,400 people? Or is it uh, uh, 21,000 people? If you have three residences, for example, in each apartment, I don't know what it is. But just think about it. When you approve one corner 700 and you have three more corners left, right, on one corner, so how these people go to work in the morning? How they come back? How do they go to the store? So they clog everything in that area, and then we suffer. And who suffers? Current residents. So they basically they build these high-density developments at the expense for the future residents, at the expense of our current residents, right? You pay taxes. You did all of this. You've been good guy. You've been good, good, uh, good mom. You know, doing everything proper. But then now that some commissioner comes and they approve ten years worth of the apartments in one year. So we need to stop. We need to stop not because we don't like the business, not because we don't like developers that doesn't have to do anything. It's just we like much more our residents that live here. That's it. Our residents that pay taxes. So now, now we uh, the, the single family residences are fine. You know, wherever there is uh, that place for them, but it's not high density departments. If I have my say, if I'm in Holguinette County tomorrow, I would they do some kind of moratorium, at least five years moratorium on apartment to start with. Not because, again, we don't need apartment because we approved already 10 years worth of apartment. And then we need to recover from that now. We need to figure out how to do that. We need to figure out how to solve traffic problems before moving any further with this so the traffic lights uh middle lanes in the in the in, the, in some of these roads uh over over uh, what do you call it? over uh bridges over mm -hmm. the main over main passes, overpasses yeah. underpasses in some cases you know we need to we need to look at seriously underpasses because the technology is getting cheaper and i've been talking about this many many times technology is getting cheaper to drilling boring under rather than going over so we have to just figure out where, where, where we stay with that but the we need to stop first we can't keep building like this and hope the traffic is going to get better uh the 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 problem i think i think where what these people think you know all the roads lead to marta and if you just choke everything people just not going to have a choice but what for marta and that's where i what i think is going on well, so what I hear from you, and I can't say I disagree, is is basically step back, hold your breath for a minute, count to ten, whatever. Mm -hmm. Take a good look at it, and then how you said earlier, you assess the problem, yeah, and then you deal with it to find a solution. We defined problem already. Everyone knows what the exactly. problem. I mean, if you ask ninety percent of the of the Gwinnett County residents. If you if you can vote tomorrow on high density development, they will vote maybe even more. I'm just saying because I talked with the with the Republicans and Democrats on the issue, and there's I cannot find one single person that say yes. Yep, I I, I hear I hear it loud and clear. So, 
you know, it's take a breath and, and look at it and then make your decisions of what you want to do and how to how to deal with it moving forward. Yes, we have a, we have a 2040 plan that they are calling on. They they calling that plan is very vague. The plan is made. It just say high density developments. The vague on in the so so also the plan is saying that the half more million people going to move here by 2040, right? Right. Where is that number coming from? Did anyone tell you? No. No. Nobody told you that. Because they just pulled that number and based on that number, they say, okay, this is, this is what we need to do. We need to build high-density uh, developments to accommodate these people. But, but my, my plan is, okay, we go back to the plan, 2040 plan, and we, we cut it in half, and then we start talking from there. Okay, that, 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 that's what the right solution is to that 2040 plan. Sounds you adjust the plan. Yep. Uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk about? We're getting right down. I think really kind of the last question was you bring up a lot about the traffic problems through the density, through the development and all that. And one of your, one of your solutions is by adding basically more to the infrastructure first. Yes. So how do we do that? Well, I don't know. What, I don't know. It's your not thoughts? Well, yes. I don't know how do we do that until I assess the budget. I uh, have the chance to go in to check the budget, see where the uh, where the overlapping departments uh, maybe can work, uh, marriage into one. Uh, maybe maybe there's just too many too much administration there. Uh, maybe uh, we need more money for the courts and more money for the infrastructure rather than spending money on the studies or spending money on um, uh, the, the many many different things. I mean, uh, we just have to go there. Someone have to take the fresh look. You know. Not just for for past two years, we need to take a fresh look. We need to go back fifteen, maybe fifteen years, and look at everything. You know, where did we go? You know, where did we go wrong? You know, where people don't agree with any of this, and we are still still just keep moving toward the same direction where people don't agree. So we need just to assess the situation. You know, I cannot tell you I'm magician. I'm not magician. You know, I'm not going to go there and just solve all the problems immediately. But the direction. Direction and the mindset is very important. Where your mindset is, um, I spoke with uh, our small business. Uh, they have they have many many different problems right now, and that didn't even ac it's not even accounting yet. It's not even in the system yet. Where you start seeing results, mm. one of the guys uh, told me that basically he put the uh, when he had to submit the plan for these uh, even any development, you know, uh, he told me that now they have to wait. They have they don't have a way to check if if the county is looking at that plan. He said uh, they just you know you, you have no idea. They're not working with you basically. It goes to some guy over there. The guy is working from home, and your plan is in front of him. You don't know when you're gonna hear back from him. You don't know when when he's gonna look at your plan. So the red tape need to go down with other businesses. I talk with other um, our businesses, especially in in, in the Lilburn area where I live. A lots of businesses. And lots of individuals have a problem with code enforcement. I have to outline this. We need to bring our government back to people. This is the number one thing that we have to do. Government back to people. These people in the administration need to understand who is paying their salaries. We need to. So that's the mindset that we have to change. That's the direction I want to do. Uh, because a lot of people operate in my area, small businesses, for 30 or 40 years. Now, one specific case, the uh, business equipment, you know, 
it, it, it looks nice when you go there, you know, you look at the, some, some, some areas have a problem, you know, junk cars and this and that, th- which need to be resolved, you know, nicely going mm-hmm. there, talking to people. But others are just uh, the, the, the stories that you hear from these people. Telling the guy that his $100,000 equipment that he purchased should be proud of, uh, financed through the bank, is the eyesore for the county person that comes over there. It's an eyesore. Just imagine that. The lady that's missing two pickets on her fence, top of the fence, not hold two pickets. They come and give her a letter, you know, uh, to show up in court. And she wasn't home, so they call her. They said, we're going to send the sheriff over to, to give you the letter if you don't show up to take this letter. The whole street of the businesses have a problem. Just code enforcement coming, harassing, stamping on them. The biz, uh, so, so pe- poor people, poor people that pretty much did everything they asked them to do. They, 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 they shut them down. They, they poor guys is, uh, the, the selling this lawnmowers, you know, on the side of the road, you know, every weekend. You know, and it's, it's just a nice, when you pass by, you see these lawnmowers on the weekend, he pulled them out. Uh, the weekend is over, he pulled them back in, and he, that's how he made his living. His brother is cutting the grass. He has the, the small eight-foot eight, eight trailer. They told him you, he cannot have the trailer in front of your house, so he had to go park the trailer at his friend's house uh, in a more friendly area, and uh, so, so, so he can do his business. They shut down the guy with the, with the, with the, the lawn, that's selling the lawnmowers, you know, that, you know, the, you've seen it, and every community would see, say it's charming mm-hmm. thing to see. Uh, the same, same people have to... Uh, they told them they have a barn, 60 years old barn in their backyard. They have to bring it down. Code enforcement said it's just eyesore. Uh, they said they have to bring the barn, that, which is charming for every community that I know of. would be charming sight to see. They have to bring it down and, and burn it. So wow. these are kind of stories that you hear, you know, uh, stamping on people, going around, telling people, even the pickup trucks, you know, <laughs> the guy have a huge parking in the industrial area in Lilburn. And they came and told him he cannot park pickup truck in front of his building. Just imagine that. Pickup trucks. Sounds like somebody doesn't have a lot to do. Uh, it looks like it. <laughs> it uh, sounds like it, but I talked with our commissioner about that, and he, t- he said, you know, that I'm surprised they're doing that because they, they have other things to do. Exactly. But uh, it, it just seems like I- either the inexperience, inexperienced people, they don't understand what a pickup truck, maybe they see a truck and they think pickup truck is a truck. You know, you cannot have it front, or or I, I have no idea. Must I I, j- I want to believe that's what it is. I do want to believe that's what it is. Just inexperience. Sounds to me like basically what you're dealing with is just a total lack of communication. Yes, completely. There's no going out and talking to people, resolving situation, but more order, yeah. ordering. It's like a, it's like a looking like for the country where I came from. It it looks like a power power grab you know i'm in power and you are not nobody and that's that's how it's, it's when these people talk to you you know you need to invite some of these people in and talk to them maybe they've uh, been paying attention to the federal government and well looking at them as mentors yes it seems like how do we get in touch with you i know that um i could go on and you know i could go on another hour talking to you about some of this stuff but there comes a time when i gotta wrap it up um if people want to get we got one week to go if people want to help you, they want to get out there, how do they get in touch with you? So we don't have one week to go, though. Well, that's true. We got, we got six, we have, uh, we have six in, days ago. In terms, in terms of voting, so we well, have yeah. only only today, rest of the day, and two more days. 
That's that's it, early voting. And yep. then you have your final chance on November eighth. Uh, you need to come out and vote. You don't you don't have a right uh, to bicker. You know, every day after this, if you don't vote, you Absolutely. need to go out to vote. You need to, to we need to start solving some of these situation. We need uh, good people in the in the in these offices. I I I. I, I said that so many times i'm going to say this again we don't need republicans in the office we don't need democrats in the office first we need good people in the office you need to good people doesn't matter if they're republican if they're not working for you they don't need to they don't deserve it we need republicans but we need good republicans in the office so you can go on uh, johnforgwinnett.com john f-o-r forgwinnett.com uh, to see to, to if you want to read about me on the website, but I think you heard enough here. Um, <laughs> Facebook, facebook.com uh, backslash John for Gwinnett, uh, same John, F-O-R for Gwinnett. Uh, share, 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 uh, share your, uh, put your input there. You know, I like to uh, communicate with people on the Facebook page. You know, there's a lot of people there. We communicate. Uh, people don't uh, always say nice thing. I don't mind, you know. Uh, People have, have their opinions. People have their opinions. You can share your opinion. I don't really care where you're coming from, if right or left, uh, or or Trump or not Trump or or the crazy left or or crazy right or or anything in between. You know, I'm okay with that. You have to you have to write. You have your right to share uh, what you think about whole situation. Uh, the, the I will represent you regardless. Uh, I, I want people, you know, on the, the the Republican side to vote for me 100%. If you go out and vote 100%, I need your vote, you know, but if we don't vote, you know, we have just to leave with the numbers. That's what the numbers say, you know, but I think we have numbers. Uh, I think Vinette County is not lost. I think we have 70% probably uh, um, conservative in Gwinnett County. I would say minimum. We just need to get these people out. We need Got to get people to, to vote. vote. Yes. Yep. yep. And again, people don't just vote, vote informed. Don't vote the way your daddy did, your mama did, your great granddaddy did, your sister did, your brother did. Vote the way you want to vote based on your research and looking at these people and make your own judgment calls. Don't let other people tell you how to vote, and that's basically what you do when you let them basically vote one way and you just say, well, they voted that way, I'll vote that way. Yeah, this this is local election, yep. right? This, this is, you shouldn't be thinking about Washington, D.C. When, when you vote locally. Uh, because these are not our mentors. Washington D.C. Washington D.C. mentality, Hollywood totally mentality, different. need to be out, completely out of the local governments, completely. Absolutely. Well, everybody, I want to tell you that uh, thank you for joining us on Case in Point once again, presented by Paradigm Security Services and in part by Sosby's Garage. Give John a call. Be sure to join us for the live broadcast every other Wednesday at 11:30 a.m here on Business Radio X. If you missed the live broadcast, no worries. You can enjoy the show absolutely anytime you want by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and, of course, clicking on Case in Point. This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, really wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe to Case in Point by hitting that subscribe button. You don't want to miss any of our future episodes. For my guest, John Savitt, uh, who is running for commissioner in the Gwinnett County on District 2, and our producer, Mike, I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs>